This podcast was inspired by an internship with the Museum of Motherhood. Please visit mommuseum.org for more information about the museum, to find out how you can get involved, and to help us strengthen our wonderful community of mothers. Again, that is mommuseum.org. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Bethany. And I'm Amanda. And And we're we're sisters. We are both toddler moms, but we have very different experiences of motherhood. So we are on a mission to talk to different moms who all have different experiences. With a whole lot of laughter, tears, and probably coffee, we embark on a journey to experience motherhood through the eyes of others. Please join us on this journey as we explore motherhood through funny, loving, and very real memories. This This is Mom Talks Talks with My Sister. Okay. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing so well. I'm going to go ahead and let you know I love when we're together. Literally, same. This is like the best moment. Okay, wait, but real life though, this happened when I pulled into your driveway and you were like, hey, the house next door is for sale. And we actually considered for a moment just living next door to each other. We played it out in our heads like you were actually already living next door. (laughs) We're like, okay, so but when we need actual like family time nuclear family that's what they call it right sure. like me my husband my kid you your husband your kid we're gonna make a yard sign that we flip like almost like the, the dishes are dirty the dishes are clean yes. so like, <laughs> come on over I guess we could have just said open or close <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> or don't leave me alone it's fine. <laughs> so uh that's good stuff I I kind of wish it could happen it just can't right now it just can't right now but you know what one day I have a feeling it will. <laughs> Hashtag commune. Yes. <laughs> so do you have any particular mom moments from this past week that you would like to share? I have a really good mom moment. It was so unexpected. I was not feeling well, and I stayed home from work sick. And when my husband picked up our daughter from daycare, and they walked in the house, and she had picked um, flowers for me. And she brought them in, and it was just the best. I've never gotten flowers like that before, and I don't even really like flowers, and it was the best. Wait, did he, like, stop and buy them from a store, or did she, like, handpick them? They were handpicked flowers. Were it, they, like, dandelions it, and such that little it, kids pick? So she, I, I have gotten dandelions, like, previously, but her just, like, picking, actually, she's really funny when she picks dandelions. If she doesn't get a stem, she goes, oh, it's broken, and she throws it back on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest thing. These were daffodils, so no. Now in my mind, I'm like, oh my god! I hope she didn't like go to the neighbor's house and like pick their daffodils. <laughs> like, see, but if I was your neighbor, you wouldn't have to worry. That's, see, it see, it all comes full circle. <laughs> it sure it does. comes full circle. Do you have a mom moment of this week? So, I mean, I have a mom learning moment. Okay. Um, not good, not bad. Uh, I took my son to the park yesterday because mm-hmm. finally it stopped raining. Uh, it's been raining for a solid week yep. here. And uh, yesterday was beautiful. It was low 60s. You know, I put on this nice windbreaker jacket. Miami Dolphins, you can sponsor us if you want. Uh, Miami Dolphins <laughs> windbreaker. Right? Uh, zip up. And it was like, I didn't pay this much for it because I shop on sale. But I think it originally was like $120. And I got it for like dirt cheap. It was like six left in stock. Hurry, buy now. I love this. Yes, right? So, but it's white. And I thought, great idea. Let's wear this wonderful white Miami Dolphin zip-up to the park. Okay, right? <laughs> so I did. And it was un- so good until he started swinging. And 
got me right in the stomach with his muddy rain boots, and now I have feet prints on my white Miami Dolphins windbreaker. He was marking his territory. He was. It's like, this is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping, though, that the, the mud comes off. I think it will, just think based so. on the material of it. It should probably wipe wash right off. We could probably do a full episode on like mom tips and tricks like for that kind of stuff. That's a good idea. You're welcome. I like it. Thanks. Yeah. Life hacks. Mom edition. Mom edition. I love this. Everyone's got them. But the other thing that happened when we were at the park this was so sweet. I just have to share this. So my son is two and he'll be two in like two weeks. So he's two. Um, And he's like on the big kid playground because he is just wild, wild, crazy. The little kid playground ain't cutting it for him. So there's This is boring, Mom. <laughs> exactly. Like, this this slide is not steep enough, not fast enough. <laughs> I'm bored. So he was on the little rope bridge, and there was probably, she had to have been, like, I don't know, seven or eight, this little girl. And she started playing with him and interacting with him. And she looked at me, and she said it was the sweetest thing. She goes... I'm being a good role model, right? Oh my gosh. And I looked at her, I said, you're being a great role model. That's like a mom moment with someone else's kid, and that's amazing. I know, (laughs) I don't know who her parents were. I would have loved to have been like, you're doing a great job, keep it up. Solid child of yours, yeah. And then she just kept running around the park going, come here, little man, let's play, little man, let's go, little man. And it was really, really cute. And then we ended up having to leave abruptly because little man needed a nap, and that was clear to us parents, but um, we never, never even said goodbye, and I still feel a little guilty about that. Maybe um, everybody will come back together at one point. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I think so. You know what? I think this is a really good time to uh, introduce our guest of today's episode. I'm so excited. We have a mom with us who is single and ready to mingle. <laughs> she- I didn't realize I was ready to mingle, but thank you for informing me. <laughs> We're going to hook you up. This is not just a pod for mom stuff. This is also a matchmaking game. Well, we'll, we'll have our listeners swipe right or swipe left. <laughs> Based on my voice only because, yep, uh, yeah. because mom life. Exactly. Same. So our guest today is Dana. Hi, Dana. Hello, ladies. Hello. So Dana describes herself first and foremost as a mommy to a sweet little girl. She's a full-time working single mom and has very few dislikes. I have a lot of dislikes, so kudos to you, Dana. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so she is very good at making jokes. Life is always better when we are laughing, she says, and I could not agree more. She loves all things donuts. Same. And she has a huge heart. She wrote that she has a heart for other people. No, no, no. She has a huge huge heart heart for other people. So, get it. Representing Dana. That's right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) So, Dana, welcome to Mom Talks with My Sister. We are so happy to have you here. We are so excited to have you doing this. Like, I don't think you understand how excited we are. (laughs) <laughs> well, so I feel honored that you asked me, so. Yay! How old is your daughter right now? She is eight months old now. I literally can't believe she's eight, or eight months old already. Right? I know. Last time you guys saw her, she was four months old. Oh, my God. It was Christmas. That was Christmas, and she yeah. was so teeny, tiny, and perfect. So tiny. Oh, I think yeah. we need to share she's... with everyone, though, how perfect Dana's daughter is. Like, actual. <laughs> in, magazines aren't a thing anymore, but I tell Dana all the time, like, you need to get this child into modeling. 
And she knows it. She yeah. is. <laughs> she is gorgeous. And I know I'm a little biased because she's mine, but I will say people do stop me, like, in public to tell me how beautiful she is. And I'm like... Yes, I made that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally believe you. I don't think for one second that you were over-exaggerating that at all. No. <laughs> no, no, not no. I, I kind of wish I was because there are times where I'm like, I feel like I need to, if I go out to the store or something, I'm like, man, do I need to, like, cover her face with a blanket so that nobody <laughs> talks to me because I don't really want to talk to anybody today. But... Dana is in a hurry. Do not look at the baby. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love that so but much. But here Dana. we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, Dana, um, let's touch on uh, before you had your daughter. So, how did you um, approach pregnancy and how was pregnancy uh, when you were <laughs> pregnant with her? Share Share that story with us. So, um, I was in denial at first. Um, I actually found out that I was pregnant very early on in my pregnancy. Um, I hope other, this is other moms that are listening to this. So I'm going to, you know, mention a period and like nipples. So sorry. Ahead of time, girl, get here, it. Here yep. goes. Get it, get it all. Let us know um, the details. So it actually was, it was like, it was right before Christmas and I was due for my period and I felt like I was PMSing and like my boobs hurt and my nipples hurt and I was like all right here we go let's let's do this for Christmas this sounds great <laughs> um and I actually went to my godson's birthday party his birthday is the day after Christmas um and my best friend was like when I mentioned something about my nipples hurting my best friend was like you're pregnant and I was like, no, I'm not. Actually, my period's due, like, tomorrow, so I'm not pregnant. <laughs> um, and then I could not stop thinking about her saying that because I was like, well, my nipples never hurt like this before. Like, maybe, <laughs> no. Oh, I'm just going to take a test just in, just in case, mostly just so I can tell her, like, I'm not pregnant, shut up. Um, and so I took a test, and within, like, it tells you to wait. I don't remember how long it tells you to wait, but it tells you to wait, but... Um, the lines were very dark, very fast, and uh, I swore. <laughs> I, was, I was not. It was. It was not planned. It was um, a surprise. A yeah, a very big surprise. I couldn't. I just yeah. Still looking back at it, I'm like, I still can't even believe this is my life. Just because I was on birth control and I had like a little gap in time, but like all of the things that happened, I was like, there's no way, like, there's no way that, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know how babies are made <laughs> and I know, like, and I, I know all of that, you know, anatomy and whatnot, but it just, I won't go into the nitty gritty of how it happened, but like, it just, it didn't make sense. I was like, this is very unlikely that I'm pregnant, but, um, I was, and now I have an eight month old. So. <laughs> Do you feel like, um, as a single mom, do you feel like there was anything during your pregnancy that you um, could share that was a positive or a negative? Like, just before she was here, like, that you felt like, oh, this is a really good thing, or this is a really bad thing, or this would be different if, you know, I was a single mom or I wasn't a single mom? Yeah, so it, there were a, a bunch of things that was like, I kind of liked that I was 
doing it on my own like you know the fact I got to name her I got to I was like nobody else gets any say in this this is this is my decision and it's great I literally um, feel that so hard though because my husband and I could not agree on a boy's name and I wanted so badly to name our son Barnaby to the point where after he was born in the hospital, I'm filling out the birth certificate paperwork, and I looked at my husband, and I said, okay, so you're absolutely sure we can't do Barnaby? And he was like, no. <laughs> so, like, I feel that. Like, I, I'm there with you. You're like, yeah, but after everything you just saw me go through to bring him into this world, like, still no Barnaby? Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't changed your mind. <laughs> just, just want to clarify, Barnaby is not an just option. Sure. Okay. So, I'm sorry. I just yeah, so... But, like, yeah, I mean, that was something, you know, things that you usually have to um, discuss with your significant other or whatnot. Like, I got to do myself, which in some ways was awesome. Um, In other ways, it was really, really hard. Like, um, at the time, I was living um, where it was very cold and snowy around Christmas. And I'm like, great, I have nobody to brush my car off or <laughs> shovel for me or, you know, these things. Um, you know, little things like that. That not, I know not every dad and other parent does that, but like they should. Just, you know, if you're listening <laughs> and you have a pregnant woman in your life, like, shovel the freaking sidewalk for her <laughs> um especially so where was we live that... when we just get dumped on snow oh, like, yeah <laughs> yeah I mean guys I was thinking the other day about if I still lived there like I'm in Florida now and there's clearly no snow here but I was like if I had to bundle up the baby bundle up myself hook her onto myself carry Hoppy outside just to pee like no. <laughs> Which I no, think no, no. that we do need to clarify, Hoppy is your three-legged dog. Oh, yes. Hoppy is my <laughs> three-legged, one-eyed, blind little fur baby. Um, so he can't go down the stairs by himself, so oh. I have to, like, carry him down the stairs. But <laughs> So sweet, though. So, yeah, but I'm, like, thinking about that. I'm like, that, yeah, doing that by myself? No. That was, that's not it. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that um, does not sound like a good time. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Agree no. with that. So, like, things, you know, functional things like that. Um, some other things that were really tough, just just thinking about kind of the life that I was setting her up for. Obviously, I love her more than anything in the world, and I don't – I pray that she never feels like, you know, she's not loved or wanted by me. Um, but also just myself having – experienced divorce and living like with my mom when my dad was away just the difference it makes having two parents together versus not together um it it has a huge impact on kids and I mean I work with kids on a day-to-day basis as well and I see it every single day and I'm like I just I know that she's not going to know any different which in a way is good because her normal is like she's always going to know it just me um but I still know that it's going to have some kind of impact on her. I don't know what that impact's going to be. She might be one of those kids who's like, whatever, he's, you know, his loss, he's not around, it's fine. Or she might be one who has a ton of questions and wants all those questions answered, and I'm going to do what I can to answer those for her. Um, but I just, I have no idea. I have no idea how, it, how it's going to affect her, but I do know it's going to affect her somehow. 
So that's one thing that I really struggled with as, you know, a hormonal pregnant woman, just (laughs) thinking of these things and, you know, just sobbing about it some days that I feel like, you know, I failed her by being a single mom. But at the same time, I'm like, I would never not want her because of that. So... Do you think, Dina, you know, given, and you don't need to get in, you know, to your, you know, experiences as a kid and, you know, dealing with that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but do you think the experience that you had growing up and seeing, you know, your parents, you know, separate and having to deal with that, um, do you think that brings you almost like an enlightenment uh, to know, like, I know what this feels like as far as my parents being apart, and it kind of gives you, like, I don't want to say a leg up, but it kind of gives you that, like, I know how I don't want her to feel. So it gives you the advantage to kind of be like, yeah, this is, I can bring both to the table. I don't need, you know, someone else. Like I can, I can be both Mm -hmm. and it's going to be fine. Yes. And no, I mean, yes, because I can relate to some of those feelings of, you know, my dad not being around. However, he was around until I was like, I was 13 or something. So I had my whole life with that father figure there and you know he's he's still around now just it's just obviously it's different um but when you know I I won't be able to understand never having him there or you know never having him around or knowing you know who even who he is I mean if you know if she asks and like I said I'll do my best to answer those questions for her and I will give her the resources to do whatever digging she feels like she needs to do um but there are some questions I'm just like I'm not going to be able to answer for her and there are some things that I know I'm not going to be able to empathize with there are some things I will but other things that I just I just won't and I think that's one thing she's going to know from the beginning like I'm going to I'm going to do what I can but know that I'm not going to know it all but I'm going to do what I can to help you know what you need to know um so so just um in terms of you know having a secondary parent or you know something like that does that change your outlook on potentially dating does that make you want to find a partner and make you scared to find a partner um and or is that not even on your radar at this point so (laughs) It has been at times. I mean, I would love to find somebody someday who can accept, you know, the both of us and love the both of us and love her as though she is their own. Um, But it does make a big difference in, like, what I'm looking for and just dating in general. Like, I went, I literally don't, I don't have time. Like, I, I thought about it for a hot second, like, a couple months ago and went on a good old dating website and talked to somebody for like a week. And, you know, I, f- I felt bad for this person because he tried to be like, well, we can meet up real, like by your place and it's really close. We could just do a quick coffee. And I'm like, yeah, so like, I can't even do that. Like I really, I, nope, this is not gonna work. I'm really sorry that I wasted your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it might be different when she's a little older and, um, you know, my, my time might be different and I'll be sleeping more. And, you know, my mom has been a huge help. And I know if I ever was like, I really, I really want to go on this date and this person wants to take me out. Like, can you help watch the baby? Like she would. Um, but yeah, at this point in time, I'm like, I'm not really thinking about it for any time soon. 
but definitely in the future. Like, I would love to have her have that figure. Um, but I don't want it to be forced. That's, I want it to be, like, you know, they, that, they want it as well. They want to be part of her life, so... Well, if somebody uh, does come into your life, I can tell you this, Dana, um, they will be a very, very, very lucky person to have both of you. I'm truly saying that very honestly. I definitely agree with that. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, what is the best part of raising her on your own? We talked a little bit about pregnancy on your own and your thoughts mm. about it. But now that she's actually here, what is... What is raising her by yourself like? Um, I love that I I get to see it all. Like, I, all of the milestones, everything, like, I'm there for it all, and I love that. Um, it's, you know, that I am her go-to person, as, you know, most moms are, just based on what motherhood is. You know, they came from us, so we tend to be that go-to person, but, like, truly, truly being that one person that she feels the most comfortable with and that you can tell. Like, currently, she's going through the whole separation anxiety stage, so, like, I go to the bathroom, and she freaks out. She's like, I can't see my mom anymore, and um, in a way, it's super cute, and in another way, I'm like, dear God, can I just pee? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, I mean, I love that you know that she knows that I'm her person that she knows I'm there for her for whatever she needs um that I love that um but it also means that I really don't ever get a break like my days are exhausting I mean they're you know we're up I nurse I get her ready I have to put her in her little playpen so that I can shower and do what I need to do to get ready for work and now with this you know separation anxiety she just cries and screams while I'm in the shower and I feel so guilty but I'm like I promise you you I I need to shower like (laughs) I will lose my job if I go one more day without taking a shower like (laughs) they're going to be concerned for my well-being therefore your well-being so let me take a shower (laughs) like Um, you know and then I bring her to daycare and work and then pick her up from daycare and then dinner and then it's bedtime so it's like it's just non-stop it's just non-stop all Mm -hmm. the time yeah I um I give you all of the credit and all the other single parents in this world because let me tell you I said to my husband when we first had our son I I said I don't know how someone does this alone and there were days where we, you know, I didn't, I didn't breastfeed. Um, and so my husband, Ryan, he was able to help me with, you know, feeding our son. And that was a huge help. And even then I was stressed and I was exhausted and I just couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing it by yourself. So just all of, all of the credit in the world goes out to you and all the other single parents because holy crap, especially those first days. I also am very fortunate that I have my mom who, um, you know, we're living with right now and she is a huge help. Um, but I also knowing that, you know, she's already done her job raising her kids. Like she, she's been through this. She's already done this. Like I have a very hard time asking her for any sort of help. So I, I still like, she, it's really helpful that at, you know, in the evenings I can go do something like 
go to the bathroom. I can go to the bathroom and she can watch the baby for a minute and the baby's not screaming like in the mornings. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't, I tell my mom all the time, like I can't imagine doing it like completely alone. Like I'm doing it primarily alone, but I have her help and support. And I'm like, I don't, for the people who genuinely do not have anybody else, I'm like, whew, whew, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Um, so Dana, actually, I'm curious. So um, you are a social worker, correct? Uh, kinda, yeah. Kinda. Okay. So, but you yeah. work with children <laughs> who don't have like a solid home structure, right? Yes. So you yep. you are very used to seeing like the worst of things, unfortunately. Yep. How does that play into your daily life as a mother? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it definitely impacts it more than I thought it would. I thought that I would be able to separate it a little more than I am able to. And in certain cases, I am because, um, you know, the families and the kiddos that I see are very different from my situation, but there are some that are very similar. Um, and it just, it's really hard to focus on helping them because all I can think about is, you know, my daughter and our situation. And um, so, for example, like I recently had. I recently um, got a new client who is, mom is a single mom with, she's got three kids total, Um, but the the youngest little boy doesn't doesn't know his dad and hasn't met his dad and doesn't know about him, and um, this mom is like, I don't know how to answer these questions for him, like, I don't... I know that he needs, like, he's looking for some kind of father figure, and I can't be that for him, but I don't know how to answer these questions that he has because whatever reason, and all I can think about is, oh my gosh, when she gets old enough, how am I going to answer those questions? Like, what is she even going to ask? How does she, (laughs) like, so it's, it's definitely tough sometimes, um, but it's also helpful to see, like, situations where I'm like, okay, I know I don't want her to ever feel the way this kiddo feels so I'm gonna not do x y and z um no I definitely (laughs) definitely agree and I was gonna say sometimes I feel like no matter what you're talking about the best lessons can be found in something negative where you're you know not just saying like oh this is you know somebody that I look up to this is a role model or you know this is a good experience of somebody that I want to be like I think some of the best experiences we can have are things that you're like oh this is definitely what I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I I noticed, and I don't know how you do the work that you do, because I noticed as soon as I became a parent, I started, like, putting my son into these situations that I was, like, reading about or, like, seeing on TV, even if it was fake, like, that one episode of Outlander with the changeling, and you know, in the episode, they leave the baby out in the woods to see if it was a changeling, etc. the old folklore. Um, but, and we had talked about it at that point because your daughter was very young and how much it had affected you. And at that point, I wasn't a mom yet. But now watching that, I can't separate that, leaving my baby in a very fictional setting right. out in the woods, you know? And it's just like, when I see these bad stories, I think, oh my God, my son. Mm-hmm. And it breaks mm-hmm. my heart. And then I, I went through this stage, and I don't know if you guys did either, but 
when uh, when he was very young, I went through the stage of Ryan. We are going to adopt every single baby, yes, every single one in the whole entire world, yep. and we are going to give them such a good home. Yep. And he's like, "We <laughs> cannot do that." <laughs> but why? But we have to save them all. <laughs> I definitely yeah. went through that same. Did you, Dana? Um, no. And I think maybe because I am a single mom that I was like, oh my gosh, I, as much as I would love to give them all a safe home, now really knowing what that means and what comes along yep. with that, I'm like, nope, no, I don't think I can do that. You're right. I would love to, <laughs> yeah. but like, nope. <laughs> no, it's, and, and that's a very, but that's awesome that you're able to see it that way, especially with all the negative that you see. But maybe, maybe it's easier for you to see it that way because you see the severity of the negativity in the world and how many kids and, truly are impacted by it. And that might be, yeah, part of why I hadn't gone through that is because I do it on a day-to-day basis as well, where it's like, you know, it's just, I'm always surrounded by it. So I'm like, all right, no, I don't think I could also bring this home. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, so. I think that makes a huge difference. But you are you are helping all of the children in the world. At you this point. are right. <laughs> That's probably why she never had that moment because we don't do anything to help the children. No, we're just nice ladies. Data's <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> actually doing something impactful for kids. Right. And we're like, okay, but in our in our like in our like fantasy world we can adopt every single child and just save them all and yeah my next question is why did brad and angelina only adopt nine right together they clearly have the money to do more like come on guys at least 200 (laughs) let's be real here (laughs) that was really funny (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) so um Dana, um, in your motherhood journey um, that you have had thus far, we know that your daughter is uh, is still baby, right? She's still in those baby years, which we, Bethany and I are completely kind of removed from at this point. We're full toddler stage. Toddler stage. And it happens so quickly. So, so oh far. Oh my gosh, I just remember seeing your kids at Christmas. Oh I was God. like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is what I have to look forward to? Great. Uh, <laughs> And it really Jumping does. off the couch. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, here we yeah. go. No, this is what it is. Don't put that in your mouth. Don't put that in your <laughs> mouth. Why are you putting that in your mouth? <laughs> okay, well, we're already at that stage, so. <laughs> but it gets worse because they start reaching things that you didn't oh, know. Oh, man. That you didn't think about. Or, like, you're outside playing and they pick something up off the dirt. out of, And you're just hoping it's dirt. <laughs> Right? Hopefully that's not some dried dog poop. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> it's so funny now because, like, now I go to uh, other people's houses that are, you know, kind of either still in that baby stage or don't have kids. And now it's like this, like, it's not a judgment, but it, it is a judgment, but not, like, in a negative way. But it's this, like, oh, my God, now I'm realizing how different it is to go to someone's house who doesn't have kids or who doesn't have a toddler. Where before you're, you know, you're you don't know the difference, you know? And now, like, I'm like, oh, my God, you left that butter knife on the side of the sink just because you were considering making another sandwich, but my child can reach it now? You clearly don't have kids. (laughs) (laughs) Megan used to say that to me all the time. She used to say, oh, well, can we just do it at my house because my house is kid-proofed? And I'm like, I mean, there's not that much in my house. Oh, no. Oh, and then I had to kid-proof my house. And I'm like, holy crap, this is a death trap. (laughs) I live in an actual death trap. (laughs) 
So it's it's a thing. But Dana, do you um, do you have any advice for other um, single moms, or I mean, even single dads? I mean, we know that there's single dads out there. Any kind of yeah. single parent, what would your advice be? My advice would be, um, and I'm going to give the advice. I don't always take this advice, but it's really, really good advice if I were to actually take it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, ask for the help, um, or even even if you have a really hard time asking for the help. If it's offered, accept it. So, like, for example, I have had um, approximately 7 million, 8,000 in 22 mental breakdowns. But who's um, counting? <laughs> since, <laughs> since having this baby, and I, you know, it was, it wasn't that long ago. It was a couple weeks ago, and it was after I had put her down to bed, and I'm washing bottles for to get ready for her daycare for the next day and I'm just exhausted it's like eight o'clock at night it's not really that late but I'm like I've been going non-stop since you know six and I just start crying I'm just like this is just so hard I just need a break like I just I just want to be able to sit and do nothing for 15 minutes um and my mom was like let me wash the bottles and I was like no they're no, like this is my responsibility. She's like, Dana, it's washing bottles. Like, why, why won't you let me wash the bottles? I'm like, well, because she's not your daughter. She's like, what does that have anything to do with washing bottles? And I was like, well, she's not your responsibility. She's mine. And we have this conversation, and she got, <laughs> it got down to like me being like, I don't want you to feel, I don't want you to have to raise her. And <laughs> my mom was like, Dana. It's washing bottles. I'm not <laughs> raising your daughter for you. Like, I'm washing some bottles so you can go for a walk. So you can, like, do you trust me to wash the bottles correctly? And I'm like, eh, that's a different story. But, like, <laughs> but, like it's washing bottles, you know? Like, it, it was just, it was so much, I just felt all this pressure to do every single little thing because I felt like every single little thing was it my responsibility and in the end yes she is my responsibility and raising her is mine but washing bottles does not equate to raising a baby so accept the help let somebody wash the dang bottles <laughs> I love it yeah I love that piece of advice that's amazing yeah. and I think everybody so. I mean single parents for sure especially exclamation point mm -hmm. but I think everybody really does need to learn that especially when it comes to mm -hmm. parenthood I feel like there's a, a part of um, society that's kind of gotten away from the it takes a village mentality, but like yeah. it genuinely takes a village. So it does, it does. And there are days where, you know, I think to myself, like, I should be able to do this. And as, you know, a mental health therapist, I'm like CBTing myself, cognitive behavioral therapy, in case you're wondering. Um, I'm like, get rid of the shoulds like the should is such a it's such a distortion like you should like get rid of the shoulds no you shouldn't be able to do it all you are one person you are a human being like having children and being parents was designed for two people like there's a reason that it's supposed to be two people like you shouldn't have to and if you can't it's because you're not supposed to like <laughs> and so the one thing I did learn too um throughout my life, not just my parenthood journey, but 
my life in general. Um, you know, if somebody offers specific help, like, let me help you wash the bottles. Like, they genuinely mean it. You know, you can tell the difference between, oh, let me know if you need anything, and, no, Dana, let me wash these bottles. Like, I can do that for you. Like, mm-hmm. those two things mean different different weight forms of help, yeah. you know? So it's like, take those specific offerings of help because the person means it when they give yeah. you that direct, you know, that yeah, direct absolutely. version. Yeah. Um, okay, well, do we want to get into a fun little segment that we would like to call Ask a Mom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we did was we have gone and collected um, questions from friends, family, uh, coworkers, etc., that are not currently moms. They do not have children of their own. Um, And we have put some on a random spinning wheel and we're gonna give that wheel a spin. And the three of us are each gonna answer separately. We're gonna try to do it quick, about 30 to 60 seconds. Yep. Okay. And um, Dana, I want you to know we, we actually have a wheel. We will actually be spinning a live wheel here. You can, oh, wait, whoa. is it like a real? Oh my gosh, it's, I love that. I thought it wheel. was like, I know online they have like those apps where it's like click to spin. So right. I thought maybe it was like that. Oh um, no. But you have a real wheel. We That's have phenomenal. Real. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of hard to say. Yeah. Actually, a real wheel. A real wheel. A real wheel. Real, 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 real. <laughs> All right. All right. Amanda's going to give it give it a spin. I know. Oh, she gave it a, a, a wild spin. I did. I, yes. <laughs> exciting. This is exciting. <laughs> okay. You landed on number question 10? number 10. Okay, we're going to go over to our spreadsheet. Question number 10. Yes. Okay, question 10. You got it? Number 10. Okay. Question number 10 comes from Carly, age 29, who does not want kids. And Carly's question is... (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Have you ever tasted your own breast milk? If so, how oh was it? Oh my god. <laughs> this is a perfect question for Dana. This is so interesting. Because so go ahead, Dana. Ready? Okay. Let's just jump okay. in. Yeah, we'll it. just jump oh, in. Oh wait, I have to be the first one to answer oh, it. You I don't feel have like I have the be. best answer. Oh, well, okay, oh we have to save her for last time. Alright, so Amanda, you start because yours is gonna be quick and easy. Okay. I did not. I did not. I um, did not breastfeed. Um, my milk came, it went, and um, it was bottles. So I did not. So I have no idea. So I was an exclusive pumper. Um, I pumped for four months exclusively, and I was made for it. Um, but <laughs> I absolutely did not try my own breast milk. Uh, friends of ours kept trying to convince my husband to try it they kept saying you gotta try it It, you gotta it's wild you just gotta try it it's sweet (laughs) ryan try it um ryan also did not try it i was gonna say did you ever have like a clog that he had to help get out like nothing like that no i actually luckily with my um pumping experience Um, I had no clogged ducts, I had no um, mastitis, I had no issues. I I ended up stopping the pumping because my son um, had a really bad intolerance to the lactose and he had to go on to a special formula, so um, 
but no, I was lucky. You were like a milk making machine. I was. Yeah. I, I was. Um, I'm a little jealous. I'm not gonna lie because as she's gotten older, my milk supply has decreased, and it is so stressful. Oh, <laughs> like I can't imagine produce as much as she's taking, and it's like. Oh. Right. So just add one more stress to you, you know. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, now it's so, time to yes. answer the question. I, okay. So <laughs> I I think having my own breast milk is like the coolest thing ever. Like you can obviously I I can feed my baby with it. I um the other day was annoyed that the dog kept trying to, I don't even remember what she was doing, but she was trying to do something. So I like whipped out a boob and squirted her. Oh my God, Gina, <laughs> you know how amazing. like, you know how like, you, you, like <laughs> you know how like some people use like a spray bottle and be like, no, shh, shh. Well, I, that, I mean, that's what I did, but like with Do my you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I literally have tears in my eyes. But so, Needless to say, um, I got oh I've got another one. Before I answer the question completely, okay, okay. Before she was born, she was you know I was like eight months pregnant, so I was very pregnant, and um, I was reading all about like collecting colostrum, and I was like, wait, I'm I was like I'm not leaking anything, so does that mean like my body is still making it? Like what? So then, of course, I had to see, like, okay, she's not here yet. Am I still producing milk? So I, you know, did the whole self-massage thing. And when the first little drop came out, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm milk. I'm milking. I'm making milk. I'm a milky mom. It was like, this is magic. Yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, there's milk coming out. I'm doing it. That's right. Um, so, yes, I have tasted my own breast milk. Um that- I feel like this is too much. I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, I wanted to, I hadn't done it out of like a bottle. I didn't like take a swig or anything. I wanted to see, I don't have huge boobs and I wanted to see if I could like breach. I love how real this is. I love how real this is. And so I like, I I did. I I was able to reach. I was a little bit of a stretch, but I I could get my own nipple in my mouth and I tried it. Um, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now that I know this happened, what was it like coming out? Like, in, because, okay, so this is so embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you this. I it's did, a mom podcast. It yes. is, it is. But this is, like, as a woman, I should probably be ashamed of myself. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I legitimately thought that, like, when you breastfed, it came out of one hole. Like, I thought it, there was, like, just, like, it just was like a straw you know what I mean like like a bottle nipple it comes out of one hole but then I realized wait why do bottle nipples have multiple holes that's weird and then my friends were like it's because your nipple has multiple holes I was like what are you talking about like no you're wrong (laughs) and they're like no Bethany like it actually comes out of multiple different places and I was shocked. I, was I feel like I was thirty when I learned that. <laughs> they don't talk That's about it. That's not as embarrassing true. as I think you feel like it is because a lot of people don't know that. I mean, okay. up until I, I was like in, I had have been like in my twenties or something because I used to make jokes about like people who had their nipples pierced, be like, oh, when you breastfeed, is milk gonna come out like multiple ways? <laughs> okay, it does that anyway. It, <laughs> like, it doesn't. It doesn't matter that. Yeah. So I don't know if because like I didn't have like a super good 
latch on myself (laughs) that I didn't feel it like spray out multiple ways it kind of just and it doesn't it doesn't come out like super forcefully um you gotta work for it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was like I so the closest thing I can describe it to is kind of like sugar water that's what but also like not really it's like (laughs) it's sweet but it's not like super sweet it also has like I want to say, like, <laughs> meaty taste, but, like, it's not, like, a meaty taste. Like, right. You just got to try it. Well, I don't know what's not about it. You just got to try it. <laughs> well, and the other thing, too, that I've heard is that what you eat changes how it tastes, yeah. right? So, like, if you eat a lot of garlic, like, my pediatrician was, like, keep your diet, like, very, um, what was the word, um, very, very varied, very varied, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, uh, because the more he's introduced to via breast milk, the more his um, taste buds will acclimate to like what we generally eat. Um, and that's what she had told me, which I was like, oh, that's really cool. Um, so maybe it was just. And you're like, you let me eat a day. block of cheese. Exactly. Have some cheese. And that <laughs> was ice cream. And then his butt skin fell off. Yeah. If we're being completely <laughs> yes. honest. So. <laughs> so. What a Poor fun babe. answer, though. I know. Like that, that was wonderful. <laughs> that was literally a question made for Dana. Yeah. I know. As soon as it said, I was like, oh, oh man. This is wonderful. Yeah. And, like, but I've sorry, go squirted ahead. on, like, multiple occasions. Like, more than just at the dog, I'd be like, I may or may not have, like, squirted it at my mom before. I'm <laughs> like, let me see if I can get it in this glass that's sitting on the table. Like, <laughs> it's like a game. <laughs> All I can think of right now is that that game at like a carnival where you have you have to aim the gun and be the first one to get the little the little yes, rubber duck up. into the top. Yeah, Dana's just sitting there instead of a squirt gun. She's just like milking herself. You know, you know what's funny is that there's going to be moms listening. There, the, the two things are going to happen. There's going to be moms listening to this and being like what is actually happening on this podcast right now? And then there's going to be the other moms that are like, I did the same thing. (laughs) Right? It's going to be great. Yes. Those are going to be the moms that are like, thank God I'm not alone. Right? Right? Thank God somebody said that out loud. (laughs) Someone admitted to it. Thank you. I will be that for you. Thank you, Dana. (laughs) Real life moms live in real life mom lives. So... As we wrap up, I do want to share one more thing uh, that Dana said to us that I think is is really important to share. I think everybody really needs to hear it. Um, She said, things almost never go as planned. That does not mean that you have failed. She's learning every day that the unplanned can be even more beautiful than what was planned. And I think that's really important for a lot of people to hear. And I think that's so well said. I think it's beautiful. And I think every parent mom dad aunt grandma it doesn't matter everybody i think needs to hear that piece of advice and i think it was so so well said data thank you thank you and you also mentioned and this kind of goes back to your work um so i would Mm -hmm. like you to describe this a little bit more thoroughly um you don't have any specific resources that you want to put out but you do want to take a minute to talk about your you know the importance of mental health yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I have had my own experience with, like, mental health and mental health issues for a really long time. Um, and in the work that I do, I see it every single day. And becoming a mom brought a whole different um, layer to it where, you know, um, 
like when I first got pregnant, I had to change the medications that I was taking and things like that, um, just to make it, you know, safe for the baby. And, um, it's just so important to recognize when something in yourself feels off. Like if you, if you're not usually really down and sad and you're feeling that way, um, like that's a sign. If you're not usually super irritable and angry and you're having like rage moments like that's a sign too to just um and it's okay to ask for help whether that's through your doctor who might have a more specific resource for you um whether it's through honestly there are like mom groups and facebook and local groups and things like that that have great resources um to just really really listen to yourself and do what you need to do to take care of yourself because um i heard somebody say this I don't remember where I heard it or if I read it, I don't know, but people, it said, you know, people would die for their kids, but would they live for them? And it's like, okay, so yes, I absolutely would die for my daughter, but would I do what I need to do to make sure I'm living the best life that I can so that she has that as an example? And I know that that for me means taking care of myself physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, So make sure you're doing that and whatever way that looks for you. I love that, Dana. I love that you brought that to the forefront because I do think that nowadays mental health is being talked about a lot more than it once was. It was a taboo subject at one point and everything that you just said is so, so true. I mean, it's, it's the biggest thing that I think you can do for your kids is, is live, live for them. I love that. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this with us, Dana. It meant the world. Yes, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for asking me. It actually worked out well because she's still napping, shockingly. Winning! (laughs) Winning! Actually, my toddler's still napping, too, so it worked out well for all of us. Right? (laughs) And it's funny, too, because uh, before we recorded, we were texting with Dana, and she said, but I'll have Kaysen, so she may, you know, she may interject. And I'm like, well, what's more real than that, right? Mm -hmm. You're a single mom, so... But she's napping, so sometimes she you is, get yeah. time. And she's taking a nice long nap, which is super exciting. So it's a win for everybody. <laughs> awesome. yeah. All right, Dana, we will talk to you later. Thank you again. Yes, you're welcome. Thank All right. you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Please note, the views and opinions shared by our guests are just that, opinions. They do not necessarily reflect our own views on topics discussed. So please keep an open mind while listening, as nothing about our podcast is meant to be hurtful or exclusive. Thanks for joining.